What the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pot of Grief, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, sponsored by KaibaCord. I am Dan, a.k.a. Ringing the Bells of Oracalcos. I'm Argyle, a.k.a. Camboy Joey Wheeler. Nice. It happens. Hi, I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say. I never want to let you down or have you go. It's better off this way for all the dirty looks, the photographs your boyfriend took. Remember when you broke your foot from jumping out the second floor? I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Um... We have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm Steven and I'm fucking dying. Hang on a sec. No, okay. Um, I'm Steven, a.k.a. Uh, Dad Bot of the Forbidden One. Ooh. <laughs> That's a good it's just one. Exodia um, just slubbed out, wearing like a pair of sweats, just going, are you winning, son? I like to think of it. Obelisk comes up and is like, "Hey, Exodia, it's is Dad's." Exodia said, "It's my turn on Xbox." Um, so I just, um, with my nickname, wanted to summarize how these episodes made me feel. These were intense. And yeah, incredible. These episodes fucking whipped. You know, we we have shed on epi- uh, season four a lot, and I'm sure it's gonna get. We're gonna do it more so. But these particular episodes are really, really good. I cannot imagine my situation getting any better from here on out. Who? It does still have some highlights coming, I will say. But, eh. Oh, more sh- uh, Sorry, Steven. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Steven, commonly known on the Discord as Marshmallow. Uh, what is your history with Yu-Gi-Oh? I distinctly remember watching it in, like, after-school daycare when I was in, like, sixth grade. I'm pretty sure I also watched it at home, but I absolutely remember that because I remember sitting on the floor and looking up, wondering what the fuck that Thousand Eyes Restrict was. (laughs) (laughs) We are all. Yes. There are specific moments that have stuck with me, like, that will just worm their way back into my head. And one of them is very much the end of this duel. So, hooray for that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, the end of this duel, I forgot, it, I didn't know that the end of this duel was this, these episodes. I didn't know it was so fucking soon into season four, even well, though I guess it's like ten episodes because we've been speedrunning it, so it's actually not yeah. that soon. It's like yeah. halfway through, maybe. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Damn speedrunning. Yeah, no, in preparation, I looked back through the episodes because I'm in the middle of season five during the Capsule Monsters arc. Um, can't wait. That's going to be so fun. But yeah, season four progresses a lot faster than I remember the first time through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it helps that we're progressing through it as a show a lot faster. <laughs> we really are. Um, God, I'm just, I'm looking at my notes and they're chaos. I don't, I, I am prepared to recap, but. Oh, I am not. We'll see how it goes. I am. Well, in- there's four of us and there's four episodes, so, um... Alright. I'm not recapping shit. Oh, okay. Well, I took bullet point notes on each episode, so... I, I, I can't recap that. the last one because I haven't written up a summary for it. Alright, I'll recap the last one. 
Uh, let me actually open up the... I also can't thing. recap episode three because I'm not emotionally prepared to do so. All right. <laughs> but I could do one. All right. Uh, Steven. <laughs> Hello. Uh, which ones do you want to recap, if any? I'm good for any of them, I guess, that y'all don't want to take. Okay. I do sort of want to do the last how are one. We gonna, how are we going to do this with guests? How are we going to take their scores into account? Uh, I vote I mean, it's, it's a guest score. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. No, that's an idea. Let's add that to the spreadsheet. Yeah, I was close the lyrics for it. I'm not okay. Brackets I promise by my chemical romance. <laughs> yes. Alright. There I... there's a guest tab in the sheet. Uh oh, I, okay. I don't think there's anyone guesting besides Cass showing up next week. Uh, yeah, I think it's just gonna be you and Cass are gonna it's all riding on y'all's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got it, we can do this. Alright. Um, oh, actually, um, I would like to recap the first episode because that is the uh, one with Raphael's backstory in it, and I would like to uh, re- reveal the, the subversion of that to everyone. Good. Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. It's probably pretty much the same as the thing. Alright, you want to time me? I mean, I would imagine uh, one Let me start up a timer. Let's, uh, let's go over the titles first. Episode 156 is called. Yugi versus Raphael, impenetrable guardian deck. And okay, episode uh, twelve. Twelve. Yes. Let me just make sure I have this. Yeah. Right. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. Episode twelve. Fate of the Pharaoh, part one. <clears throat> oh boy, and... it sure fucking is. <laughs> Time. Okay, so Duke's out here driving a Cadillac through the desert at like 100 miles an hour. The gang are going nuts for it. They love it. We then cut to Yami, who's riding a horse down a vertical cliff, like that fucking one anime. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, he's here to meet Raphael for a deal. I can't remember why. I don't know why, because I didn't watch the last episode. They deal. Raphael's whole gimmick is that he like fucking loves all the monsters in his deck. The reason for this turns out to be because he was stranded on a deserted island for three years, but with nothing but a deck of dual monsters cards to sustain him in Emotionally. Um, this all kind of started when he was on a cruise ship with his family. We see his family giving him a present of a dual monsters deck. Uh, then the whole the ship sinks, his entire family die. He is the only survivor of that uh, cruise ship accident. He washes up on an island. We see him living there for five years. He also can like see the cars because of hallucinations and stuff. Uh, he tries escaping from the island, nearly drowns, but is then saved by Doma. Um, gets home, finds out his whole family is dead after all and has been like embezzled out of all their money by lawyers. He's like, fuck this, goes back to like Atlantis. Um, this is his whole tragic backstory. It's then interrupted by Rex and Weevil dr- just falling down a cliff into the duel arena. Absolutely iconic. Um, Raphael gives a speech about like, oh, and, and that's why I love my monsters so much. And I'm going to defeat you without losing a single one of my monsters to prove that you suck and your monsters are going to die because you fucking suck and you're evil, Pharaoh. Um, and that's pretty much it. Time. That is 26 seconds. 26 okay. points. Yeah. Uh, that brings me up to... N- Let's uh, see. What? Uh, uh, 90 Let's points. See. Let's see. You are 26. You are 34 on week one. 90. You weren't in week two and... 90. Okay. Uh, wait, what? It's 90. I'm doing math in my head. I'm really proud of myself. Please acknowledge it. What? No, 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 no. You have 26 points. Yeah, I have 90 points total. 
You won a 30-point average. Anyway, you want to talk about this episode? What? Excuse me? No, you tied with Max <laughs> at 34. No, no. I had 34. I got uh, 26. Now you have 60. This, combining those numbers is I majored in the late. No! In- I'm just taking you at your word. I'm at a 20-point average. Okay, you have a total of... Let me... You've got 60 points. Yes, dogs, I know I did math wrong. You don't need to call me on Yeah, sorry about that. They're not smart. Well, they can clearly do math, because they just... (laughs) They're not smart, but they know arithmetic, so, like, they're going to call it out whenever they hear something wrong. Yeah. Uh, how was this episode for y'all? What was the backstory in the sub? Uh, it was actually pretty much the same. I'm surprised by how much it was the same. Yeah, except for one major difference, where Raphael just somehow knows his family got to a rescue boat, because, sure. Uh, also, I, you might have just skipped it, but they don't say anything about him being screwed out of the money, and they, yeah, they do say he got, like, famous for... For surviving, yeah, like, okay, even... yeah. When yeah, when he got rescued, yeah. it, it, it doesn't mention anything about his family ever again. He just says that when he was on the boat was the last time he ever saw them, despite them getting rescued by a rescue boat. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's like a throwaway scene where he's standing in front of three gravestones, and oh. then like some men in suits come up. Yeah, we didn't get that. Is, <laughs> no, the voiceover wow. is like, oh, and you're. You're you because you were on an island and everyone thought you were dead. Your whole family's fortune is gone. We've embezzled it away, and it's just a random throwaway line to. Hey to kids, like are your family dead? We stole all the money. Yeah, it's just, it's nothing, um, but it happens, I guess. Um, uh, when Raphael uh, shows off his cards, they're like they're visibly worn down because he's played them so many times. I think Which they are. Yeah, that's kind of cheating. Having them super worn out so that you can be like, ah, yes. No, 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 no. The thing is, he explicitly says, he's like, these are super worn out, but I've replaced the backs of them so that that I can't be accused of cheating with them. Hmm. Literally, he says that. He did not say that. I I guess four kids doesn't care about if Raphael's cheating or not. (laughs) No ethics. Can we talk about uh, what Raphael is wearing? You're the best one to talk about it, so go oh, ahead. Okay, that's fair. I am overqualified for this. Um, this fucking Dio ass fucking like, purple pleather trench coat, sheer tank top, identical to the one that I, Sarah McCostumes, wore when I cosplayed slut goth Yami Yugi on Halloween <laughs> two years ago. Um, just, just this fucking. I cannot get over this sheer tank top. It's just absolutely iconic like we can all tell you're a top Raphael. okay you don't need to go this hard <sighs> i mean i will say he was found at sea after being alone for a long time and we've never seen him and dio in the same place mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that the cards are his new parents absolutely no i mean yeah that's basically canon Guardian does have big mom energy. Do you guys see him praying to the cards? Kinda. I, so. I don't think he specifically says a prayer, but he's definitely sort of like 
at them like like someone who would be praying to them. Yeah, we. Yeah. Yeah. He's got them up in his like little cave house, and he's kneeling in front of them. This is basically. They're Wilson. Yeah, they are Wilson. Yeah, yeah, because like he sees hallucinations of the monsters on the island, and they 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 help him out by just I don't know keeping him company. I, they don't really do much. He does have them just very close to his campfire. I don't know if I was him, I wouldn't have them that close. But yeah, because the first shot of them is they're on a rock and then they blow away, and he's like, "Oh no, I gotta dive into the sea and risk my life to get these cards." And then he sets them out to dry by the fire, and oh, I just assumed that they were gonna was. catch okay, fire. That's what that was. I thought that was just. I thought he was just playing dual monsters in front of the fire by himself. <laughs> All right, fire, it's your turn. <laughs> I mean, we do get, like, they, they tell us, like, be be careful, Yugi, Raphael's really good. They say he spent, you know, oh, or no, Rebecca is back at the camp talking to Taya, and she's like, I did some research on Raphael. It says on the web, on the internet, that he spent three three years on this island, and to keep himself sane, he just played dual monsters all the time uh, and- with his three cards. Oh, shit, I need to talk about... Uh, Yami's five Karibo brothers? The, 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 like the, yes! The Karibo brothers. Yeah, and they form into Karibabalon. It, oh. it, it rules. Like, Karibo said gay rights again. <laughs> by being different colors. Five good boys apparently make an evil unicorn. <laughs> them's, the, them's the breaks. I mean, what can I say? That's just, uh... It's science. Word? Yeah. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> and the word it's is the science. basic laws of alchemy. <laughs> Equivalent equal exchange. Ex- equal exchange. Five boys, one uh, big boy with a horn. One horny boy. God. Gentine <laughs> cannot gain a puffball without first giving five puffballs. In exchange. I'm pretty sure that's Karibu lore, right? Not Karibu lore. I meant to say Kirby. Fuck. Something. Uh, that's kind of all I have to say about the first episode. Yeah, yep. I think so. What if Curry Babylon yeah, just like to talk about. was just like pitch shifted down like Kariba voice? Just Kuri. 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 That would be really good. Actually, I don't think they do that. We should do it in the third episode when it gets a frowny face. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I did want to point out. I guess we finally found the boat with Mako's dad on it. It also has Raphael's family. Oh no! It's oh, at no! the bottom of the sea. Yeah, that's what. That's where Merrick's mom. That's where Mako's dad. <laughs> they all live in Atlantis. We, They're having a good time. They're having a good time. I kind of want to start like keeping track of all of the dead parental figures that exist. You mean in all the of the show. alive parental figures? The very much alive, just somewhere else that we never see. Okay, let's make a list. There's Mako's dad. Merrick's mom. parents. Yeah. Uh, Myricks. Do we want to include Mikey? Who the fuck is Mikey? Oh, Alistair's that's Alistair's little brother that Alistair's was quote unquote brother. captured by Kaiba Corp. Taken by the tanks. And his uh, mom. Did not die in the Vietnam War. <laughs> and four kids, at least. Alistair's brother. Yugi's, uh, Yugi's mom was erased from existence in the four kids stuff. That's right. Yugi's I mean, mom. Mommy. Honestly, it makes a little more sense for her to not be around than she she's just off screen all the time. Remember how Yugi's mom has Kaiba's haircut? No, I don't. I don't. 
Yeah. Because I didn't see her. <laughs> Remember how we also never find out who Kaiba's birth parents are? Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter, really. They, uh... Oh, yeah, Kai- the, the Kaiba brothers' parents, because they disappeared one day. <laughs> hmm. Oh, Kaiba's parents... I guess also know his mom. We noted Merrick's mom, right? Uh, oh, no, we didn't. What the fuck happened to Merrick's mom? Uh, she left. She disappeared. She got sick of her shitty, abusive husband who... and left. A Uh, mysterious boat showed up and now she's married to Mako's dad and they're very happy. Yeah, didn't we... (laughs) Yeah, they yeah. ride motorcycles together or something. What, what did we say we they do? Let's see. There's Mai's parents who definitely just neglected her because they existed and weren't dead. Okay, so far I just... There we go. Got a list of parents who aren't dead. Cool. Um, episode 147, The Truth About Doma. Episode 12. Fate of the Pharaoh, part one. Uh, anyone want to take this one? Uh, I said I would do three, I think. I uh, could do two in a row if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, see when you want to take the last one? Okay. Uh, cut me down again. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Let's jump. So, they're out here dueling. Rex and Weevil are watching. We see Duke drive a car across a wooden rope bridge, which absolutely destroys it in the process. It's a fucking lunatic driver. We cut back to the Hawkins trailer where Rebecca and Anzi were having, like, quite a sweet conversation about how each of them have a crush on a different Yugi. Um, we cut back to the jail. Pot of Great is there. Raphael gives, like, a speech about how Doma's entire deal is drawing strength from the darkness in your heart. Uh, He also says that the purpose of Doma is to return history to zero because people fucking suck and they keep ruining everything. He's like, y'all heard of global warming? You know the military industrial complex? Boom, we're gonna start over again. And then he fucking is like, oh pharaoh, there's darkness in your heart. Do you remember what kind of pharaoh you are? Do you know what you were like as a monarch? Uh, do, 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 do you know you destroyed whole cities? And Yami's like, no fucking way. Raphael just kind of straight up pulls some shit, gives the seal of Orakalko's card to Yumi, to, to, to Yami, and he's like, okay, so uh, if there's no darkness in your heart, then fucking prove it to me by not using that card. Um, the deal continues. Yami's doing fucking shit. He gets down to 600 life points. He then looks at the Seal of Orokalko's card that Raphael just gave them and is like, mm, if I use this, I can win. And it's fucking season zero. Yami is back again. He's like, I'm going to play the card. He plays. <laughs> That's time. Okay, 29 seconds. <laughs> 29 points. I was going to stop it at the yell, but... <laughs> We're up to okay. Uh, you're up to 89 20. points, Sarah. Almost up to the 90 that you said. If only I could have done a 9.9 second summary. I believe in you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hey, so in the context of season zero, this duel is fucking everything to me. This, wit, yeah, yeah. I I was able to glance at the screen every once in a while, uh, and. Okay, this, let, let, this let's, is the next episode. let's also yeah, say, I thought it was extremely funny when Raphael's like, you, <laughs> you de- you're the reason Egypt was destroyed, and, and Yami's like, I saved Egypt! 
<laughs> Raphael doesn't miss a beat and says, well, uh, all the people you saved were evil, so that means you're evil too. <laughs> yeah. See that? If cool. you don't do anything good and someone who's not, who's kind of shitty benefits from it, <laughs> you're exactly just... as shittier. <laughs> you just Raphael over here like, monarchy is inherently bad. He's he's right, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got a little bit of uh, eco-fascist and prim vibes. He yeah he yeah bit a bit of eco-fascism right here. Yeah, I didn't even yeah I said eco-terrorist, but yeah eco-fascist. I mean, d- does does the dub have the same thing about how they're gonna destroy all the civilization? Because yeah, pretty much. Like he does. Sucking? I mean, he basically yeah. he he doesn't say it like outright, but he does say like yeah, look the. It's not going to be long before the environment collapses, and people have been just evil for the last 10,000 years, so we're going to just uh, remake everything. Just going to hit a big reset button on that one. The reason the Orichalcos uh, showed up 10,000 years ago was to test humanity, and they failed because it activated the dark side within them, and only very few proved to be pure, so the world collapsed, basically. But before then, everything was great. But it is the Orichalcos is not evil. No way, no. Mm, definitely not. No. Um, oh! Mm-hmm. Yami plays Pot of Greed. Oh, he shit! He does. Yes. Take your shot. I've got water. Okay. I got talking milk. I've. Oh, fuck! You got coffee milk? Chalky mm. milk. Chocolate milk. Oh! Oh, chalky milk. Because you're epic. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've got uh, Magner's Irish Cider. It's March. Uh, St. Patty's Day is coming up. I wanted something with my corned beef and cabbage, so I picked some of that up. Hmm. What you got, Sarah? Okay. Oh, I've just oh. got Edinburgh raspberry gin. Oh, Ooh. right. That's right, because you don't actually, the actual Irish people don't celebrate it, just Irish Americans <laughs> and people who like drinking in America. Boston. So, yeah, in no, other no, words. no, 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 no. Like, this whole country gets drunk, we just riot instead of eating corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, we just do that every day Fair. instead of just on, uh, you know, a certain day in March. Yeah. Um, my O was because, um, and it's a shame Max isn't here, because at the start of the episode, uh, Raphael looks at the five Karibu brothers, um, who, they just did something cool, I don't know what it was, and he says, I see, I underestimated your cute minions. <laughs> I think they did their star defense, where they all get together, and they put stars oh, yeah! on their foreheads, and they all yeah. defend against super attacks. Okay, I gotta put away this ice cream before it melts. <laughs> okay. Essential podcasting snacks. Store it in your tummy to keep it safe. Yeah, store it in your tummy. That's basically a thermos. <laughs> and I'm just the hot, hot, I, the cold, cold, and everything delicious. Mm. The human body is a thermos. A thermos is a room. Fuck, we can't keep doing this, Brent. My name's not Brent. What are you? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to the abstract. I, I'm just waiting till Dan gets back. I'm really. Back. Hello! Um, I have an anecdote about how the first some of the one of the things that reminded me that Yu-Gi-Oh existed and that I, it was a thing I could watch was a meme on Tumblr 
of that shot of Ghost Yugi trying to stop Yami from playing oh the seal of Aracalcos. I... And oh, it was the no. post that's like, me and my credit card. I hate and love that shot. Just, it, it breaks oh. my heart. <laughs> God, yeah. Like, Yugi is hanging on to Yami's arm to try to physically stop him as a ghost from playing the card. And Yami shakes him off. It sucks. It breaks my heart, but it just makes me think of fucking Tumblr posts. It's very cute. This. It's very cute, though. <laughs> it's very cute. Hang in there, Yugi. And I just, I just think that sometimes the best way to do character development is to first do a little bit of character regression. Yeah, <sighs> that's fair. That being said, uh, I love this character regression because it did. It is very much season zero, Yugi. Who I mean, well established. Uh, we we love season zero, <laughs> Yami. No no no! I, I, this I, this I was not throwing shade. It genuinely, it's so good. Yeah, it rips exactly. Like, because the fact that Yami used to be evil and like literally burned people to death. Okay, he didn't really, but he made them hallucinate burning to death. That like this is kind of never addressed. Hmm. And I think it should be a little bit addressed. Yeah, I mean, we haven't yeah. had a moment like this since season one where he almost killed Kaiba. True, he did very much want to kill Kaiba, and then Yugi stopped him. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, so good. (laughs) But like, here here his eyes like full-on get like a red tinge to them, like they did in Season Zero. Like, it's... Remember the Guy Fieri flame decals? Mm. And Dan Dan Green's voice acting gets like a lot gruffer too. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, this the shot at the end of like the seal forming over Yami's forehead is so creepy. Ugh. I love it. <laughs> I'm vibrating. Can we talk about next episode? I don't remember if it's actually if it shows it this episode or next, but just the giant shadow explosion when the seal activates, like it's also starting a shadow duel. Right. Yes, I I can't remember if that, that that might be next episode, but like he gets really mad and then everything goes purple. Like yeah. he's starting a fucking shadow game. Like it doesn't say that he started a shadow game, but like he fucking does it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh that that's actually episode two of four. So does anyone want to do Queens of Games? I do. I cannot talk about Fire Emblem without taking three hours, so no. And also without Max and Elliot being here, so I cannot. I cannot do it. Understandable. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I have done ja- game if other people have. Alright. Let us do enough. small game. <laughs> Princess of games. Yeah! Princess of games. Uh, Okay. You go first, Stephen. Uh, y'all, I've just been playing so much Kingdom Heart. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw you it, got a platinum trophy in one of them. Uh, which one? Or just like the whole series? Oh, uh, yeah, whole series. Um, I own like three other games that aren't Kingdom Hearts. So when, when 3 was coming out, I replayed the series in preparation for 3. And then I played the other couple games that I own. And then I've just been replaying the series because they announced Remind. I been dabbling in like a shit ton of little games just starting out games uh let's see i started playing pokemon sun i started playing kingdom hearts 2 for the ps2 uh i 
Oh, what was the other shit? I... Well, the point is, my main focus, though I'm not focusing as much as I should, is to get to the level cap for this season of Destiny 2 before it ends next week. Uh, level 99... Getting to level 99 out of 100 (laughs) gets you an emote where you feed pigeons, so I need it. Fuck yeah. Uh... One thing I will say about Fire Emblem is that uh, apparently you can feed the cats that wander on Gargmach, um, but you can't do it unless you pay money, and I'm mad about Capitalism. There's so many cats everywhere in the game, and you can't interact with them. What's the Mm. fucking point? I hit 99 in Kingdom Hearts 3 last night, and all I got was to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even get a t-shirt out of it. Nope. Uh, I finished Yakuza 4. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. You're already already on... Yeah, yeah, I mean, last week I said I, I... I started and finished three and uh, was almost done with four. Now I'm done with four. I finished it last night. It's pretty good. Now I got to start Holy on five because I'm going to be starting my other podcast pretty soon. So uh, I also have to start on zero be- because explicitly because of the podcast. Yeah. Zero is a good place to start things. I have found. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. That's why we're starting there. <laughs> it's different than evil zero where I couldn't figure out how to get off the train. So, Maybe it's not always a good place to start things. I've never played that one. <laughs> Sounds bad. Uh, no. We're done with games. Let's go back yeah. to the show. Okay. Episode uh, 158, Darkness Inside Yugi, Timaeus Vanishes. All right. Uh, let's uh, see. Are you recapping, Dan? I yeah. will time. My, the episode is titled... Uh, the Pharaoh's Fate, notes. Part 3. Yeah, Fate, yeah, of, the Pharaoh Fate part of the Pharaoh, three. Part 3. Before uh, you start the recap, would there just have not been any stakes to this duel if Yami hadn't, like, played the seal? Raphael like, alleges that he still would have gotten the Pharaoh's soul, but I, I don't know. Yeah, he acts like that, but I don't understand how. I, I think that Raphael genuinely just took a gamble and was legitimately willing to risk his own soul purely in order to prove to Yami that he is evil to himself. I mean, he... And I mean, that's valid. He could have gotten Yami's soul out of it. Alright. So, okay. just start. Tell me when. Five, four, three, two, one, let's go. Yami goes sicko mode. <laughs> Yugi is trapped in a void, unable to do anything but watch. Uh, all, Yami gets all the good cards out. Uh, some of his cards are turning evil. Duke, Tristan, and Joey... Uh, come by and they try to get answers from the gruesome twosome. Joey wants to beat up Weevil. Yami starts catapult turtling all his monsters at Raphael. And Raphael takes Yami on a whole guilt trip about how corrupted Yami has become and, like, how evil he is and how he's just sacrificing his precious monsters. There's even, like, a really sad bit where, where Dark Magician Girl looks back and, and he just sends her out. And... Like, Yugi finally realizes he fucked up because Raphael, uh, like, summons his final guardian and uses a card that gives her all the attack points of Yami's sacrifice monsters, uh, which all look at him disappointed, and Yami loses. He's about to lose his soul, but then Yugi intervenes at the last second and takes his place. Raphael takes the seal and the Orichalcos Pentance 
fucks off in a helicopter, and the episode ends with Yami breaking down into tears because he's lost Yugi, who is now uh, on a big tablet. Time. That's 31 seconds. <laughs> oh, oh. You got mm. 31 points. I think that's my best score so far. Uh, <laughs> oh, this episode. I hope y'all like the shot of Yugi getting eaten by the seal because it's gonna be it's gonna pop up. Spoiler alert! Uh, Fifty more times. Oh no! Oh boy! boy. <laughs> we never even mentioned, but uh, in the last episode, Yami played Tamias and Dark Magician Girl and fused them together. Dark Magician Girl oh, got yeah. a, a set of armor and was riding Tamias. <laughs> she cool. finally got what she deserved, which was a pet dragon. Yeah, nice. and then immediately got encased in crystal, so, like... Yeah, and then when he summoned the Orichalcos, Tamias went away, because it's they're not compatible, for obvious reasons. Yeah, and, like, the, the reasons he summons Orichalcos is it so he can get Tamias, and then Tamias is like, mm, I don't trust like that, and fucks off. Because yeah. he's supposed to be a good dragon, and nobility, whatever, here is not worthy of his powers, and privet himself. It's... Yeah. <laughs> The thirteen-step hero's journey, as uh, popularized by Kingdom Hearts. I I I, I kind of really like the whole uh, like you know fucking around with forces that you that are way more powerful than you realize thing, especially when this is Yami who also is like, like routinely is the force. Yeah, who like also meddles with dark forces or used to at least. <laughs> so he, he's just getting in way over his head with this, and it. it it's pretty good to me. Like, there's a part of, like, he's um, Jilin, he's absolutely feral, it's awesome, and he's just kind of there thinking to himself, oh, fuck yeah, this seal of Arakalku shit is amazing, I'm gonna win in, like, two turns, hell yeah, I love this. Um, and then Yami's just, or Yugi's just in the sinking pl- sunken place, like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. I told you to do this. Ugh. Ugh, the triple shot of, like, Yami turning around whenever the rest of the gang arrive, and, like, it's just, like, it just plays three times, and he's got the seal of Arakalcos in his forehead, he's got the Guy Fieri flame decals, and Joey is like, what the fuck happened to you, bro? What the fuck is going on? Oh, Joey just refusing to accept it. Yeah, yeah, he's like, that's not Yugi. This, that is not my friend. He wouldn't do that. But he did. Ah, he did. Because he's evil. It also gave me a weird bit of empathy for Yami because it reminded me of this time I ate my kid's food while he was taking a nap and he was just like, oh, Gaga wouldn't do that. Oh, no! (laughs) He didn't finish his pancake before he went to lay down and I was like, I'm hungry and if I don't eat it, these dogs are going to take it. And then when he got up, he was like, where's my pancake? And my wife was like, Gaga ate it, bud. He's like, Gaga wouldn't do that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, can we I'm talk to think about of... evil evil Karibo and evil catapult turtle yeah when he plays the, the Orichalco seal the Kuri Babylon oh we do see all of the Karibo brothers get the seal of Orichalcos and their eyes oh. turn red <laughs> all of his all of, they're so um, huge and cute just red <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, all of the Karibas just have the uh, Mr. Potato Head angry eyebrows on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, yeah, it's like American Kirby. 
American Karibo, just pissed. Um, <laughs> and then when they form into Curry Babylon, he's not only has the seal of Orichalcos and red eyes, he, like, gets more, like, puffy and, like, his, his fur sticks out more and he he's, looks more sinister. It's pretty Yeah, good. like when a cat gets mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does growl, too. He's just... Rawr. <laughs> yeah, at one point, um, Yugi Yugi does the greatest of all sins. He says, my dark magician is useless, so I'm going to get rid of him with the cannibal uh, turtle. Yeah, so this is how you really know he's gone to the dark side, is that he's just sacrificing his monsters to to ha- to do beneficial effects. Mm. Um, yeah, and like that's probably the thing that gets Joey to be like, hey, Yugi wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, I do want to briefly acknowledge how fucking racist uh, Raphael's white Native American lady is. That's like his yeah. main. Yeah, yeah. Thing. she's got like a big bird on her head, and like yeah, I got like it a, just. I didn't. I wasn't looking sucks. that closely at her. She's probably got a dream catcher on her, around her neck or some shit. Like, like, yeah, that's that's all. It it's just bad. She's got um, that sort of leather clothing you see on native stereotypes. She's wearing, like, fucking Halloween costume, fucking ass, fucking... Eh. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's not... What I do want to talk about is mm-hmm. Hayami, as he's about to be taken by the seal, Yugi pushes him out of the way, but the thing he says is, I trust you, partner. Ah! Uh. It doesn't say that, that in the dub. Fuck. It doesn't? No, he he's, <gasps> it can only take one of us. Yeah, he's pretty cheerful so about it. But the thing is, he's saying I trust you because he trusts Yami to come and get him from time prison. Because it's, it's just some real kind of, you know, end of season zero, I'm no longer afraid of my other self ass shit. It's just their fucking bond is so beautiful. Yeah, we don't get that, unfortunately. Sometimes the dub isn't as good. In this instant, I will hand it to the sub. Hmm. And I also do want to mention that um, this is what spurred my nickname, is that um, whenever Yami like wakes up after Raphael and people leave, the first thing he says whenever Joey's like, oh, are you okay, dude? Oh, fine. He's just like, I'm not okay. And then he starts yelling. Yeah. And I'm not okay either. I'm yelling. Uh, ah, that's me yelling. That's me yelling. <laughs> Snap. Uh, Yugi breaks the seal of Orichalcos to get, like, to, like, throw himself in front of the bullet, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Using the Millennium Puzzle. Yeah. He's like, it's pointy, I'll use this to smash the prison <laughs> Yeah, he just, he just like, kind of taps it, though. He doesn't do it very hard. Yeah. Well, he's got, like, scrawny, tiny boy muscle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think his point is, like, I'm going to use the power that this Millennium item has to, like, defeat the Silivara Calcos, but wouldn't it be funny if it was just, like, break glass here and he used the Millennium Puzzle to do that? <laughs> ah. Break glass to release my alternative spirit so I can be kidnapped and put in time prison instead of the 5,000 year old pharaoh that possesses me and whom I love. In case of two spirits, break this, break glass. Ah. 
I I don't have don't think I have anything else to say about this episode apart from another five minutes of uninterrupted yelling. Uh, if you guys want Raphael, to hear that, Raphael did like fulfill his promise and won the duel without losing any of his monsters. Like he still has all the same monsters on the field at the end of the that duel. is true. The thing that rules about this is that the writers of this, who are not Kazuki Takahashi, um. They took Yami's entire gimmick about how he cares about his deck and monsters and just, like, turned it on yeah. him, like, 500-fold. It whips. Yeah. Hmm. Like, even Yami will occasionally, like, sacrifice his monsters. Like, he, he he doesn't... I guess he doesn't carelessly do it like he accuses other people of doing, but he does do it. And then Raphael doesn't do it at all. And, like... Yeah will go out of his way to bring his monsters back multiple times. Yeah, there, there's a part that I've written down earlier in my notes where he becomes Goku in order to save a monster of yeah. his. And I cannot remember what that refers to. No, yeah, like, there's one point where he he plays a card that lets him sacrifice a thousand life points to bring one of his cards back, and usually this wouldn't be a big deal, but for whatever reason this time, it like he gets, like, a glowing spirit orb around his abs, and it makes him start sweating, and, like, it takes a lot of effort out of him to bring the monster he's back. like, yeah. oh, Look at that waveform. Anything else? I think that's it. Because um, episode 159 is called Torn Soul. Oh. Uh, huh. Uh, episode... What's it called in the dub? Episode 15, Trial by Stone. Uh. Uh, okay. Um... I don't get it. Uh, it happens. Uh, I get it now. Yeah, I okay. get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Steven, you wanted to do this one? Yes, I will take this one. Alright. Alright, three, two, one, let's jam. Ah, everyone is devastated after using losing Yugi. Duke even Gendo poses behind the steering wheel, because fuck it. <laughs> oh we switch over to the Doma headquarters where Rex and Weevil have somehow hopped onto the helicopter and survived the whole way there. And you know Raphael didn't help them up, so they just had to hang out. Rex dunks on the, the hideout, proving that Mom says Weevil could have the brain cell for right now. Dars explicitly explains the thing about Yami and Yugi, and they still don't understand. No one fucking ever understands, but I'm glad it was at least said for once. <laughs> Rex and Weevil, or I think Rex comments that Yugi and his friends have been making fools of them for years, and it's like, this really feels like it's only been a couple months, but go off, I guess. Rex, they, starts presents them with a couple of rocks. They take them. They glow for a minute, and then finally are like, yay, we're going to be powerful, but we'll see how that goes throughout the rest of the season. They are given rare cards, though, but not the god cards, which makes them both mad. <laughs> and I think that was mostly it. Time. Oh no, no! Then we get the best Kaiba line oh. ever when jo when Joey decides to call his ass. Now time. Okay, uh, that is forty-five seconds. Hey, nice. I feel like a lot more happened in the episode. I have so many notes for this episode, but I also can't see anything major you missed. Maybe I just have a lot. Of I think notes. it was at the end of the last episode, but I want to note that whenever Raphael leaves, like he, he there, a rope ladder drops down from a helicopter that Alistair is flying. Hello, Alistair, you're back. Oh, that's who's flying. I could not remember. And uh, he's holding Raphael. This hol bitch empty. Rapha <laughs> yeah, Raphael grabs Yami, and then Joey's like, "Hey, give him back!" And Raphael's just like, "Okay, the bitch empty," and just yeets Yami at them. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck, that reminds me. I was going to mention in the first episode when Yami jumps across and just casts Rebecca's horse into the void. It's fine. Copernicus is okay. He comes back with him. <laughs> there, is no, there is horse no is horse death in you. Despite all of the bridges here collapsing, they all manage to get back fine. Copernicus yeah. never thinks about ants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's, uh, there's some joke about... A horse thinking about ants and having a heart attack or something? Yeah. What? Copernicus Cap- isn't like any other horse. He's only slightly hard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, The first thing I want to note about episode 159, Torn Soul, is that Revel and Rex chased after the helicopter. Yes. They do so on a tandem bicycle. <laughs> Yeah, they do uh, that on the tandem bike yeah. that they rode to the duel. And I laughed so hard at this, and just the emotional whiplash of the end of the last episode, <laughs> and then the start of this yeah, episode it's coming. One of, it's one with... of the first things we see in this episode. Yeah! <laughs> so yeah, they hit some sweet air on their tandem bike that has no wheels. <laughs> They're doing at sick all. BMX tricks. And they managed to make it like to the bottom of the, the rope ladder on the helicopter, so like not bad. Honestly, what the fuck are they doing as duelists when they could have such a way better career as competitive um BMX. couples uh, BMX? <laughs> I don't think BMX has a tandem bicycle category, but they should. It does not! Yes. They're gonna invent it. It's gonna be like Blades of Glory, except they're inventing oh, no. an entirely new category of sport. <laughs> Wheels of Glory? The f- Wheels of Glory. The first the first people to hit a 900 on a tandem bike. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I know what that is. A 900, yeah, like they spin around 900 degrees, like Tony Hawk did. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Evil just whips it around and Rex loses his lunch. No, Rex just does like a, a backflip at the same time, and then like when the bike comes ah. back round, he lands. <laughs> They're very athletic. We children. need this spinoff, y'all. Wait, this They're is perfectly the spin-off synced we need. and drift compatible. <laughs> Rex and Weevil are drift compatible. They do some. They do get up into the helicopter. So the the Raphael and Alistair may, probably didn't help them up, but did no. tolerate them climbing up on their own for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if this was censored from the sub, but Raphael has a knife, and he, whenever what? they... Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Raphael has a knife, and whenever Rex and Weevil, no! like, jump onto the rope ladder, he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just cut this ladder, and they just, like, beg him to <laughs> let them live, because they want to join their team. We definitely get, um, didn't get that. So, he, yeah, I think he just says, like, I'm not going to help you up, losers. No, he threatens to kill them. Oh, Fun great. Stuff. Fun stuff. He should have done the it. The next thing I cannot go past without mentioning is that whenever the whole the rest of the gang return to the Hawkins place, so most of them are in the car with Duke, Yami has to take the horse back instead. Well, yeah, somebody's got to ride the horse. <laughs> I just, it kind of just looked like because he lost the duel, they weren't allowing him in the car. Yeah, I mean, it, it it did. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, Everybody's pissed. Like, not even that Yugi's gone, that Yami lost the duel. They're like, what? No, no way. That didn't, that didn't happen. 
uh Rebecca devastated. Rebecca's yeah. Rebecca seems to be the most upset that Yugi's gone. No, while whilst I detest the way that Rebecca is like, Oh, Yugi, my darling, ooh, I'm a twelve year old and still I'm somehow some kind of, Um mm. the way she loses her shit at Yami and like everyone's just in silent and she's like screaming her ass off and yelling, just like, What have you done with Yugi? How could you do this? This is all your fault. Um and Yami is just sitting there and like taking it because he deserves it. And yeah. he just really quietly says he's like, he's gone because of me and I'm just there having a whole bowl of filios. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the other ones is like, hey, Rebecca, chill out. It's And Yami just says, no, she's right. It is my fault. So he's... Yeah. Oh, and then Joey punches him, and I love to see it. He does? Oh, kind Aww. of. He moves toward him, and then it cuts away. I didn't even... I don't he's... even remember that. Oh, yeah, he just, like, punches him, and he's like, stop being so self-defeatist. Like, there's still a way to get Yugi back. What happened to your fucking pride, you so-called king of games? And just, oh. yeah, it's really good. It's really good. <sighs> yeah, so Rex and Weevil get to meet Darts, and Darts is like, you, if you want to join the... If you want to join Doma, you must first pass the test of the Auric Alcos, so I'll hold these two stones out, and you have to grab them from my hand. Before if you I... wish to join the Illuminati, first you must grab these rocks a three. <laughs> Rex does very com- very much comment that he's bad at tests, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's stupid, we love him, but this is a pretty easy test, all things considered. Uh, hey, can we talk about how the Illuminati has every single Yu-Gi-Oh card ever printed? Dude! Yeah, that's kind of awesome. I choose to believe this is canon to real life as well. <laughs> That's the real secrets they're keeping. Not even just Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, every card game, they've just yeah, got... Yeah, Magic, Pokemon cards, yeah. they've got, you know, they've got the holographic Charizard or whatever. Yeah, Duel Masters. That Mew card that I was supposed to get whenever I rented Mewtwo Strikes Back from Blockbuster, but they lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I ever cursed as a child. I got <laughs> oh uh, card games are, that's, you know, they're really essential to development of cursing. Um, oh yeah, in this episode, like, Professor Hawkins gives us a, like, finally tells us that Doma is Atlantis. Um, and he tells us that it, if they want to find out more, they'll have to go to his other lab in Florida where he was doing his research. And I'm like, between California and Florida, they should have just gone to Disney World and land. Damn. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah. That's where they call Kaiba, because they want to live to Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I do love that scene. In fact, that scene has like, like, Kaiba's dealing with all this shit. He's being an atheist, so he won't actually figure out what's going on. Still convinced uh, Pegasus is buying up his stock. Mm-hmm. Even I though just... he just did that whole duel with Alistair! <laughs> no. I, I just I love to see Kaiba in his CEO oh. office, like making angry phone calls. Just... And then this fucker Wheeler comes by with his poor ass asking for a ride. 
Okay, so the line in the sub is, um, I think Mokuba comes up, or no, like a secretary calls in and is like, uh, someone named Jonoichi is calling you, to which Kaiba immediately says, that scrub, let him through. <laughs> which firstly, just want to point out that Joey has Kaiba's number and that Kaiba immediately wants to hear from him. So, I mean, make of that what you will. I don't remember what the line was in the dub, but I feel like it was Mokuba saying, put him on. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I, it was oh. Kaiba saying, put him on. Was it so Kaiba? Okay. Yeah, I don't think he Mokuba? called him a scrub, but he was like, eh, well, whatever, let him through. <laughs> There's a Mokuba? Mr. Joey Wheeler on the phone for you, sir. <laughs> yeah. The, oh my God. Is Mr. Wheeler on the line? <laughs> um, I do want to mention that... Um, Mokuba is kind of, before this happens, is talking to Kaiba about how um, he really feels for Alistair because, like, yeah. they lost their brother, and he's like, oh, I'm, I can't, just can't imagine how I, I would feel like that if And like, he I is lost kind you. of right that it is Kaiba Corp's fault. Like, yeah. It's just, yet again, we are having feelings here for the Kaiba brothers. Uh, it, I just, it, they're, they're just, they're good. Um, I love Mokuba. This fucking, this fucking FaceTime call <laughs> with Joey, who's oh, never seen a webcam in his life before. Yeah, when it starts, his eye is really close to it, and it looks like it looked like the season zero shot of his sparkly eyes <laughs> that we have as like our Twitter header. <laughs> that our header, Twitter header. I mean, for me, he just he was orb mode because of when you get close to camera, you become orb mode. Yeah, right. then he backs away a little bit, and he's really fish-eyed. Mm-hmm. Joey Wheeler orb mode. Joey Wheeler orb mode! Oh, it's like the Lanky Kong orb, but it's Joey Wheeler. <laughs> I was thinking Rob, but sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have to shout at him in New York to get him to open up. Hey, I'm wheeling. Is that why he's called Wheeler? Because he's an orb and he wheels around the place? Sure. Just throwing spaghetti spaghetti at the wall. Um, Hey, so uh, Kaiba takes 10 seconds to look at Yami and then immediately knows that he's sad because he lost a duel. Yeah, he sees sees Yami in the background of the the webcam and he's looking all glum and he... Kaiba fucking jumps up and is just absolutely pissed. Like, somebody else beat him in a duel? Are you kidding me? He's yeah. so mad. What does he say in the dub? Oh, I wrote it down. I can post it Please in the chat us. if you would like. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Please. I can I can read it, I guess. I paused after every sentence to make sure I got this shit typed up. Mm-hmm. Hang on a sec. Because, yeah, and then the sub, he's just like, oh, just kind of goes on a tirade about how dare you win Battle City and then go off and lose to some random chump. You were the king of games, fuck you, and just hangs up angrily. Um, Extremely good. Yugi lost? Yugi gave his Duel Monsters Championship crown to some nobody? No one deserves that title but me. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) I don't want to hear another word. You're a disgrace (laughs) to the game, Yugi. And then he slams down the phone. (laughs) <laughs> I, in this up he just oh, s- sits there and says nothing I think I think fucking rules either way yeah 
My other favourite thing about this is that when he hangs up, he's just like, now I've got another reason to take down Doma. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody beats my crush in a duel. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, buying up my stock, I sleep. Yugi lost Yugi lost his title. Oh real shit? Oh real shit. Um Yeah, and then um the episode ends with Rebecca saying something that definitively proves that this series was written by someone who has never visited America. Um because she says, Oh well, now I guess we have to take the train to Florida. Excuse me. <laughs> no, what? Sure, sure. Oh god, I, I wish that we were me. That. Okay, how how do they get it? I guess they gotta localize it, because all four yeah. kids' readers are gonna know that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, so, they're taking a train to the airport. <laughs> okay. Even that's ridiculous. Yeah, which is still silly, but... Hmm. They do just leave Duke behind, and it's like... I mean, I guess he's good at throwing dice, so it works. Maybe the sub takes place in a universe where that, uh high-speed rail line that was proposed actually got through. Mm. Or, alternately, a universe where, uh, like, oh, God, I am too drunk to remember the exact details, but fucking Ford or whatever buying all those train yards to just let them rot. Oh, yeah, that, all that, that fun stuff. I didn't know about this, but I'm not surprised. The reason America doesn't have trains is because Henry Ford said no trains. Yeah, that's mm. fair. That would that would happen. Yeah, oh god, I'm just thinking about bad stuff Henry Ford did, and it's, it's upsetting me. I think we have one question oh, from Max, cool. who just asked it there now. Where is it? Um, yeah, Max just asked. Um, or do you do you have a post episode segment you want to do first, Dan? Oh yeah, real quick one. Uh. Beyond Toon World for Carrie Williams. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! Carrie Williams is the voice of Rebecca Hawkins. Oh. Uh, she... There is basically nothing on here, including in Bulbapedia, but she <laughs> did some... Fund of all knowledge. Yeah, this is... There's basically nothing on her, but she played, uh... She, she played some bit parts in, uh... Oh, she played Casey, uh... It, well, no. Uh, she played a character in the... Some characters in the Pokemon anime. Uh, she... She, uh... Played uh, Tiff on the Kirby anime, uh, and she played an LADY Nami, so sly, on One Piece. Cool. Yeah. Uh, those are just her biggest roles. That's it. Nice. Um, Max's question is that: Is this the first time we have seen an antagonist use the heart of the cards? Because I think it is. Yeah, uh, we, we never uh, said yeah. it, but Raphael yeah. like. Yeah, I think it is. Fuck. Like, not by name, but did use the heart of the cards, basically, to draw exactly what he needed at the right moment. I guess so, because yeah. he Because he was the good guy in that duel at that point. And also, like, he he does do the whole, like, Swords of Revealing Light thing on Yugi, sort of like how Yugi did in the early seasons. Ugh. 
Oh, and Catapult Turtle is there, too. Yeah. This is just... I mean, I don't know about the actual duel play, but just, like, thematically speaking, this is the best duel in the series to me. This is at least the best duel of the season. So far, yeah. Yeah. Just... And also, apparently, it played Obelisk's theme when Raphael uh, played the racist lady. Yeah, I was in the dub, uh, and also I wasn't listening that hard, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually, um, I have noticed them, like... Oh, also, I do want to... Speaking of music, I just want to mention that there are... Raphael has a theme, and it's absolute... It fucking rips! It's like this just fucking kind of like funky piano solo with this just ripping guitar over it Ooh. um and it, it it rules so much just posting it there uh and you know like we like we mentioned in chat like Kritias, like there are not specifically Kritias, but like the dragons theme in general rules whenever Raphael is explaining like how the doma illuminati's mission is to destroy the world because it sucks like there's just like this like kind of Gregorian chanting techno playing that's spooky and awesome. I the, the soundtrack to this season is, I think, like, the best I've ever heard. Um, it rules. That's all I want to say. It's just really good music. Yeah. I think that's episode, unless anyone has anything else. Yeah, that's episode. That's it. I do not have a thing. Nice. Uh, we have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greed Cast, on Tumblr at Pod of Greed.tumblr.com, and online everywhere at Kyber.online. I'm Sarah McCostumes. I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also be on the lookout for my upcoming Yakuza podcast that I'm doing in front of the show Breakfast, aka Jordan. We are also on Twitter. That is at P O D C A S T G A G O T O K U, uh, podcast Gago Toku. It's about Yakuza. Okay, who's next? Alright, uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. You can find my art blog at Art Dawson with a zero on Tumblr. You can find my co-fee where you can order uh, art commissions from me at co-fee.com slash Mike Dawson with a zero. Uh, and you can follow my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And I think that's it this time around. Nice. Steven? I've been Steven. Um, I don't do anything exciting on Twitter, but I'm there at Marshmallow, I guess. I do have a joke page on Facebook that I run that I'm wondering if I'm thinking about moving to Twitter and I don't know if I should yet or not. It's just daily dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, that's the only way I'll ever see them because I've been banned from Facebook. That's fair. It's called Dadtastic Jokes, and like, fuck it, I think I'm gonna move over to Twitter here, here soon. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna fucking set myself face down and astral project in search of my soul, which was ripped out of my body by these episodes. So, um, good night, gamers. Uh, I set myself. Uh ass up and (laughs) get some rest because I haven't slept a lot last night. Oh jeez. Take care of yourself. Everyone take care of yourself. I shove an ancient ghost into my body and lay my soul face down. Good night. Good night.